Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist that's the number one in e-life available on spotify amazon music apple podcast and your favorite podcast platform what's up y'all welcome to the one life podcast i am mike mic reed and as always i got my co-host diana Gotti from the av well-being coalition doing it the Gotti way yes sir what's going on we are live today I'm excited about this actually. Hey. I wish we were I, I wish we were live from Disneyland, but Disney he, here we are. <laughs> it Lancaster is Friday. Boulevard. It, it's a nice day, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're on Lancaster Boulevard uh, in the lovely city of Lancaster, yes. Alamo Valley. What's up, AV? Yeah. Well, we're doing something different today. Um, today is all about uh, Cap Talk. Yeah. You know, uh, certified and applied positive psychology. Uh, that's all we're gonna talk about today because uh, it is still mental. Health month, and um, I feel like we just need to talk about that. Yeah. So, but first, let's get um, let's get some community news going. You said you have some oh. things. Well, I gotta. Yeah, I do. Actually, I wanted to give. Um, let's see, recognition to an amazing organization in our community, and that is Antelope Valley Community Uplift Foundation. Uh, big shout outs to them. I know that they will be going out um, to a Dodger game this Saturday. Um, that's May 13th. Um, and I just want to say, guys, there's so many opportunities right now that our community um, is making available to the youth. This is a free Dodger game tickets. Um, but what I'm mostly excited about is that they are having and hosting a um, golf clinic and it's completely free and that starts june 10th um i want to say application started april 15th so i definitely say get out there and start following them on instant uh instagram uh social media and that's av uplift um get on there guys get out there and get involved you, you know you know it's crazy earlier uh, when you were telling me about that remember when i said uplift sounds familiar i was like why do i why did that name sound familiar that's Cedric. Yeah. He's he's in the cap program. Oh, he is? Yeah. <laughs> he, so me and him hilarious. are the only guy me and him are the only guys in the cap program. Is so. that yeah, it is Cedric. <laughs> it is that's Cedric. who I talk to. Yeah, what's up? Shout out to Cedric, man. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I was like, why did that it's name sound such, familiar? You see what I'm saying? It's such a small world how we all kind of come in and yeah. um and he um he wear yeah he, he brands himself every day so like every time I see him like on the Zoom calls and all that he either has on a hat or a hoodie that says uplift that's why I knew it I was like where does that name come from yeah it, well familiar. that's dope so um, hopefully we can um, get even get him on yeah um, so he can let people know especially with this uh, golf clinic I mean you know Tiger Woods is or was one of the the highest paying you know. What African American golfers, uh -huh. um, and really set the bar very, very high, right. um, you know, for for a lot. So get out there, get involved, guys, and especially for the kids, they start at four years old. Wow, you know, so this clinic is for children ages four through seventeen. So if you do not have anything going on this summer, I highly recommend get out there, um, get involved. So many programs, so many people get so much funding um, for for programs. It you is. Know? It's, it, you know, it's actually a lot of grants out there and a yeah. lot of money for especially with youth. Yeah. Um, it's just a, a, 
awareness is not out there. People just don't know about it. And that's why we got to continue to um, share all this information and share the news because there's a lot of money out there. The state gives out so much money for the youth. Yeah, it really, it, there really is. Um, like, for example, on Tuesday, um, for the sheriff's program that I'm a part of, um, we were talking to our SVU um, department, um, you know, here at the Lancaster station. And um, it was very hard information to talk about. Um, to take in, um, you know, this is violence on our on our kids, right? And with two of the biggest uh, cases coming out of uh, the Antelope Valley, uh, you know, it really brought a lot of awareness. Um, you know that we need to make things available for our kids. We need right. to get them out of the house, uh, create safe havens for them. Um, you know, just remind them that they are not alone and and. Things get better with time. Right. Um, so I'm excited for this. All right. What else? I think that's it. That's it? That's it. Well, I want to give a couple of shout-outs to a few people. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to my uh, KJs of the Antelope Valley. Uh, uh, Lat- I was going to say Queen Latifah. But she is the queen. Latifah, what's up? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> also, my boy, uh, DKJ uh, Jonathan over at the um, King Bar. I haven't been over there in a while, but it's summertime, so we got to make our rounds again. Um, I got to get back out there. I haven't been karaoke in in a while. I've been to uh, Zelda's a couple of times over the last month, but um, it's summertime. Weather is looking better and better, yeah. so I got to yeah. get back out there. Um, you know, Shout out to my girl, Raina, over at Fusion Movement. Um, just want to get a shout out to a few people. My guy over at um, Don Sal's. So many, so many dope yeah, people um, in in our community. Yeah, because I've been I've been over there recently. Um, got a lot of it's a lot of stuff to do out here. Yeah, there is summertime now. Um, the farmers market is back open on Thursday nights on the boulevard. I know. Um, actually, Refi snacks. Right, yes. Yes, I saw that he has his snacks over at. What is it? Zero below. There's a dessert diner here on the boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right next to the modern tea room. Yes. So I noticed that he does have his snacks in, you know, um, in his store. So get out there, families. Yes. Get out there, people, and and get involved in the community. Yes, absolutely. So let's get into cap talk. Um, okay. Brought to you by the Wellbeing Lab. So this uh, past Wednesday, we talked about uh, we got talked about more about positive emotions. We talked about um, the way we think. Mm. Um, I I want to do an exercise with you real quick. Okay. Have you ever uh, noticed the FedEx logo? Have I ever noticed the FedEx logo? Yes. Yeah, all the time. Okay. Everybody, everybody's seen the FedEx logo, right? Like yeah. a million times, right? So. Um, <laughs> This this exercise was a trip because I've seen this logo a million times and I've never noticed it. So when you look at this logo, and I'm gonna put it on the screen here, um, what do you see? Look at this logo right here. What do you see? FedEx. You see an arrow going to the X. So you you was in the cat program, so you saw this before. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> I thought I remembered. You remember because right, yeah. right. But for for the longest. Like, because yeah. I did this exercise on somebody last night, and they didn't notice it. Yeah. You never noticed that arrow. That there was an arrow there. Right. Right. So, it's, it's just a trip how your mind works. Um, I've never noticed it. Now I can't unsee it. Right. Well, you know, that's um, that's kind of what happens with trauma at times. Mm-hmm. You know, people can't unsee the things that have happened to them or that they continue to see until they're kind of, um, one brought to awareness Mm -hmm. or removed from that, um, you know, environment. Right. So we, we got into, um, this choice map. Um, I love that map. Right. And it's, it's actually a great map. Um, cause we, again, we was talking about the way we think, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I always tell people, um, especially like when I'm having conversations with people and people trying to make a point, you know, it's always from, they always get, people, most people get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Like, they just see things from their point of view, right? Right. So, lately I've been trying, anybody that I've been talking to lately, um, I always try to say, okay, I, like, I understand your point of view, right? Mm-hmm. So, now, stop looking at it from your point of view and look at it from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when the conversation kind of uh, pivots. Right. And it shifts to a more healthier conversation, and then, then they, they see the difference. Right. Right, because it is, you know, 
what we see, you know, because we, we deliver things and receive things differently. So people got to stop looking at it from just their point of view and open their minds. And uh, that's why I love this choice map, because we all have a choice. You know, we can be closed minded. And this is uh, this choice map is all about uh, what is it? Learner, learner path or judger path. Right. Like where you can pivot. Right. Yeah. So it's like a highway. You know, you can get off the ramp or keep going on 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 the, you know, on the route that you're uh, heading on. But the great thing about it is that there's there's it might be challenging at the moment. But, um, you know, you can always have that pivot and turn it around to where it is that you would like it to go. But if you know that it continues to go in a circle and you have the same outcome every time, you know, I think that's just a choice that you're uh, wanting to make, right? Right, it is. So um, so our, our chapter is uh, how do we think about how we think? Mm. I mean, think about that. How do we think about how we think? And I think once you tap into that, um, you really start thinking differently. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So mindset. You know, the range, the range of what we think and do is limited by what we fail to notice. And because we fail to notice that we fail to notice, there's a little we can do to change until we notice how failing to notice shapes our thoughts and deeds. Yeah. That's a great quote. No, it is. And I think we all go through that. Um, we go through that daily. Like, it, is what I'm doing right now enough? Is it ever enough? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we, we chase our tells, um, wanting to do better, wanting to do enough, but we never really stop to kind of embrace where we are right now. Right. You know what I mean? Or if we're failing, are we becoming aware of what that is causing and how can I what pivot, Right. Right. You know, to have a different outcome. So it, it, it reminds me of, like, I, I think I said this quote last week, right? Um, the Buddha quote. When we speak, we only speak of what we know. Mm. But when we listen, we might learn something. Mm-hmm. Right? And just like how, and, and all this stuff is really connected. Like last week, we talked about mindset. Right. Fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And if we only have a fixed mindset, then we're not open to growing. We're not opening to listen. We're just like again, tunnel vision. Like we, it is what it is. Best is gonna get right, and you're not even open to listening and learning or even growing. Right. So, what what did you? I mean, because you took the cap program. Yeah. I'm in my third week. Um, what was your What was your biggest takeaway? From the whole program. The whole program. The whole program. Whole program. God, there was just so. I know so you got much. so many because I, I mean, even in my third week, I, I got like so many takeaways. But like you, your biggest one that you that, well, let me let me rephrase that. What is your biggest one that you apply on a regular now? On a regular is it's okay to not be okay. Right. That honestly was my biggest thing um, because we're, I guess, we're raised and we're programmed to either be okay or not okay. Right. It was never um, taught that it was okay to not be okay right now, Mm -hmm. you know, and to not lose control. Right. That was the biggest, um, you know, especially in Hispanic uh, cultures, you're critiqued a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot about everything and anything that you do. Um, You know, so it's really hard to give yourself grace. It's really hard to, um, or I should say challenging, not hard. It's challenging because it's, it's something new. It's being introduced, um, you know, to be supportive of yourself. But why, why is that? Because like, like the, one of the things that I I discussed, um, in our, uh, in our class the other day was, well, I shared, I should say, um, we, we have to be honest with ourselves first, Mm -hmm. right? And for any of this stuff to work. And I think lately um, I've been brutally honest with myself. Like, it's it's hard to talk about your struggles and the things you go through, even though, like, in my mind, like, I know everything's going to be okay. Like, I've been on a mindset journey for about four years. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first thing that I learned. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Right? Even though I know it's okay, it's still hard for me to even – discuss certain things mm. 
you know, um, and I don't know why, because I know it, it's healthy. You should discuss it with somebody, like, you know, if you're struggling with something, like, go talk to somebody. Well, because we were raised on shame. Shame? I think it's shame. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we were taught that we should be ashamed of ourselves for behaving that way. You should be ashamed of yourself for thinking that way. Mm -hmm. You should be ashamed of yourself for looking that way. You know, shame, I think, unfortunately, was was something that we're taught to know, to live by, to understand, to respect it. You know? Especially in men. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like... Because men are raised to be hard, be strong, right? And, yeah. you know, a few couple of weeks ago, I went to this event, and um, this pastor was talking. And I have much respect for the pastor, right? Um, but he was saying some things that I really didn't agree with, mm. that, that I think that we need to stop telling our men this. He was like, our men need to stop being cowards and be stronger mm. and start being men again. And it's like, I didn't agree with that because you're repeating what we was already taught. And that's, that's, that don't work. That's why we have a lot of womanizers, a lot of women beaters. We have a lot of rapes because you're telling men to be men and be like this strong. And it's the way he put it, like was very discouraging to me. And I'm like, and that's why men don't open up. They're not vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I wasn't at the at the event. Um, so I mean, there's not much I can say or maybe how he was referring to it. Um, but I think because of so many different things going on in our society, um, in happening in, in our world, mm-hmm. you know, that he might have been saying that specific, um, you know, maybe comment. Um, but sometimes I think even men when they're saying that, I think they're trying to say something about themselves, you know, like right. maybe even encouraging himself for something that he might be struggling with, you yeah. know, that not maybe doesn't know how to process. And that's the only way he knows how to maybe uplift, mm-hmm. you know, and he thought to himself, well, maybe this is how I tend to feel better. Um, this is how, um, you know, what I'm going to put out. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. You know, that's why listening is very important because if you are, you know, listening to the person you're speaking to, um, long enough, they'll tell you what it is that they want to share Mm -hmm. and it'll give you an understanding of what they mean, you know, because everyone is going through different struggles, was raised differently, goes through different things. Um, you know, that we're all individuals, but we try to. You know, one size fits all. You know, when you have a problem, it's like, let me tell you that one time, and that's how I was fixed, and you will be fixed that way. Well, it doesn't work that way. Right. You know? No, and and I get it. And I don't think, like, he, and he got some backlash from it. Mm. Um, And um, I think he recognized that, and he he tried to clean it up later on because, you know, um, he sent out an email to a few of us. Um, And I don't think he meant any harm by it. Like I said, yeah. I, I know um, um, I don't think I'm any harm by it, but it's the way, it's the message, I think, that we put out there. Mm. Like, we really have to be careful how we put messages out there. Yeah. Because it, it, to me, and this is just me, just my opinion, it was really discouraging hearing that. Yeah. Because it's like, no, that's, I don't, I don't want to teach our young men that. Yeah. Because that's why they grew up to be the way they are. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. You know, there, there's a. There, there was a different way I, I felt like he should have delivered that message. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it's especially with our, our young men right now um, trying to find their paths. Right. Um, there's only, I think growing up we had a lot of really good um, ro- somewhat role models mm-hmm. or people that we can like look up to and be like, I, I really want to be like Mike, mm-hmm. you know, and. I don't think that a lot of our youth really have that, you know, as simple as cartoons. I remember Captain Planet. I was just talking about um, to my husband about that. I was like, do you remember watching that? You know, like Captain Planet. It's like he's a hero. And I remember wanting to be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, even uh, Mr. Rogers, you know, I remember wanting to talk so peacefully and just be so kind. Um, But not a lot of these things are really... uh, you know, um, 
I guess, really put out there uh, for kids to really process or young adolescents or, or youth. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, we have our, you know, sports athletes. But, you know, they're human, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, when, when kids, you know, gravitate to yeah. them. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you see them in the news. Right. It's like, wow. Yep. But they're human. Yeah, they are. You know, they're not like the cartoon characters where you, you're creating this. Yeah. Um, they're human. And, you know, that, that that's a whole nother, a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. But, yeah. you know, it, it is important because it's a trickle effect. It is. You know, how how are we supposed to raise our our men? How are we supposed to raise our, our children, mm-hmm. um, our boys? And I think that's why a lot of these events or a lot of these organizations are important to help, you know, kind of um, inspire them, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of get out there. And I thought that that was kind of neat for this organization to take so many kids and, and athletes um, to the big leagues, right. you know, to the park, like this could be you, you know, that player that's on that field was at one point a child just like you right. went to school just like you, you know, dreamed of, you know, playing for the major league baseball just like you, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with social media. I think people think that um, this lifestyle is unreachable, but it's it's very much reachable. No, any any lifestyle or thing right. you want to do is reachable mm-hmm. it's like i remember uh watching uh i forgot what show it was but we all have the same 24 hours yeah you know um anybody can be an oprah winfrey mm-hmm. anybody can be a michael jordan you know you just got to find your gift and whatever it is you want to do and put in the work yeah you got to show up and i read this quote the other day you got to sh- show up every day no matter what yeah you know That's no matter the sure. good times or the bad times you still got to show up and put in the work yeah and things will get better. You know, it, it would all pass. Yeah. Uh, but it, everything is, is reachable. Yeah. No, over the, on Wednesday for our leadership um, workshop with the youth, um, that's what it was. Uh, we were talking about commitment, mm-hmm. you right. know, and I thought to myself, like, Dane, like these are young kids and we're teaching them about commitment and how that um, also comes along with um, character right. and um, relation and to be successful. Mm-hmm. But there was like certain questions like, where do you struggle? Do you struggle at trying, failing, um, learning or um, showing up again? You know, as far as like commitment. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really goes around full circle for everything that you do. Right. You know, like at what part is it that you learn? Mm -hmm. You know, is it from the failing part? And I really sat there and I like circled. And to me, I think the failing part is very hard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't like to show up if I know I'm going to fail. And I don't like to fail because I don't like, you know, like uh, people to think any less of me. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes sense. So it was really interesting um, that we were talking about something so simple as far as commitment, because a lot of the kids um, don't really understand how that will affect them later on in life. You know, as far as school, are you committed to, you know, activities, sports, um, as simple as showing up without pajamas. You know, some of these kids sometimes show up to school in pajamas and blankets. Right. Pajamas and blankets. I remember, um, do you remember the posters at school, Dress for Success? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, I don't think there's the generation. It's interesting. They, they wear slides, flip-flops, mm-hmm. they just like, whatever. Yeah. it's But that's the thing, because I we're, we're enabling that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're enabling, we're not investing back into rebuilding them. Um, you know, in the morning announcements, I remember they used to say, make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. And I used to remember that even when I was in trouble, I was like, damn, they did say the choice is yours. And my choice was not. So, (laughs) right. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. When we tell someone the choice is yours, Mm -hmm. but then they show up with a blanket in their pajamas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, I think certain, I think, um, Certain times when we say things, people literally take it so literal. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, no, don't don't take it so literal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the choice is yours, but look at the choice you're making. Right. Is that a good, is that an actual good choice? Mm. Yeah. You know, because 
no matter what your choices are, like, you, and I tell my kids this all the time, the choices you make today is going to affect you tomorrow, yeah. the next day, a year from now. Yeah. So, yeah, it is your choice, but you also have to evaluate the choices you're making. That's right. So if you're not dressing to, for success, if you're showing up with a blanket in your, in your pajamas, mm-hmm. then that's how you, like, you're training your mind and your, your perception on how to dress for success down the line. It's going to affect you. Yeah, I mean, I remember in school, we used to dress like you had to show up to show out. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the kids that would only come to school in sweats, it's you're either going to fight or, you know, a girl's going through her month, you know, her her monthly stuff. (laughs) And they just didn't want to get out of bed. They just didn't want to do anything, whatever it was, you know. Um, So that that would be like an indicator, like someone's struggling, someone's not going through. But now Mm -hmm. it's like. Dang, it's your birthday and you're in PJs? <laughs> but, you know, it, it, and it goes back to, um, I was having this conversation with somebody uh, the other day. Matter of fact, it was yesterday. And me and this guy was talking and uh, was talking about, he was saying how his wife turns on the news every single morning, right? Mm-hmm. I used to do that too. I remember years ago, I used to watch KTLA religiously every single morning. I mean, I had my TVs set. Like, you know, I don't know if people know, like, on your TVs, there's yeah. an alarm like where it cuts on automatically and goes to the station you wanted to. Yeah. I have my TV do that for KCLA every morning. But then when you turn it on, what are they talking about? Yeah. Somebody got murdered. Somebody got a carjack. There was a robbery. You know, all this negative stuff, right? And I had to really say, you know what? Because how we talked about before on the show, when when you consume all this stuff, yeah. like you really become it. Yeah. Like even for over the last few couple of weeks, I haven't been on social media, even though I still do my promo posts and all that. And I check my messages every now and then. Um, I don't really be scrolling because mm. it's just so much negative stuff. I th- but you know what I learned is um, regulate the people you follow. Because um, like the things that I follow, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm either laughing or learning something new or being informed. Right. You know, I try not to follow too many negative people or negative things. Um, and I try to just... You know, I don't know how many people I follow that do balloons, (laughs) that do, you know, like fun things or there's a lot of, um, you know, people in our community that are always doing awesome stuff. So I really try my best to stay away from all of that fun stuff. I mean, yeah. And and I think like for me, like there's there's like, um, for example, um, I think it's AV scanner. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, if something Mm -hmm. happens in my neighborhood, like, I want to know. So I want to be able to go to something quickly, right? So I do follow them. Um, But I can't scroll through and watch all their stuff because it's it's always just car accident, murder. Like, you know, it's like, I don't want to hear all that. Well, truth be told, I was supposed to go on a ride along today, and Hmm. I changed it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't go on a Friday because, you know, oh. everybody, everybody <laughs> active. Oh, yeah, yeah. People show out on Friday. You know what I'm saying? So I switched it to a day, uh, a weekday. And then there was another classmate that he was like, man, criminals never take a day off. You know what? They don't. But, you know, even like when I was growing up, uh, I remember Fridays was a day where at least people in my neighborhood was like, hey, don't do nothing on Fridays. Because you spend the whole weekend in jail. That's so true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you don't so see a judge we, on Monday. Right. So, like, we used to be like, okay, don't do nothing today. Like, Friday oh, was our no. chill days. Ah, like, do shit. I don't. need to change my day. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do nothing on Fridays. Oh, like, who no. wants to spend the whole weekend in jail? Because, yeah. you know, like we say, yeah, you don't see the judge until Monday. Yeah. No. Um, so, with this community program that I'm doing with the sheriffs, um, a ride along comes along with it. Um, I want to do a ride along. You know what? I just found out. So um, Officer Green is a communi- uh, public relations officer at the Lancaster Sheriff's Station. And they do two of these um, community outreach programs twice a year. Okay. So the next one will be in a few months and it's going to be at the Palmdale Station. Okay. Um, but, you know, like every week we talk to a different um, department in um out of the sheriff department and then we go on a ride along we're gonna go to the jail and we're actually gonna fire uh an 
I think we're going to fire a gun under pressure. Like, what would we do in that instance? Kind of putting us in a lot of scenarios like that they're put in. Like, are you going to shoot the victim or, you, or um, I guess, the perpetrator? The, right. Right. Um, or what are you, what are you going to do? Right. So I was like, dang, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is a lot of pressure, but I thought to myself being a cop, it's, it's, it's tough business, man. It is. A lot of people, it's you know, I mean, business. we, we judge our law enforcement officers, yeah, um, and we don't realize the pressure. Yeah. Like when you roll up on a scene, you don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy for someone else that's a part of the situation or that knows somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I know him. I know what he's going to do, blah, blah. Yeah. And even with that, you really don't know. Yeah, no, you uh, don't. But think of it from, again, looking at it some, from someone else's perspective. Yeah. Someone that don't know you, don't know the situation, that's yeah. just coming up on a scene. Like, I don't know what who y'all are or what y'all about to do. Yeah. So I got to protect myself. Yeah. First and foremost. Because right. I got to protect myself and, and able to help you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I got somebody calling me doing live. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so people don't realize that. Yeah. So um, that's funny. Y'all, I'm on live right now. You can't be calling me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, looking at it from someone else's perspective. Law, law enforcement, enforcement. Law enforcement officers really do have it tough <laughs> because they are put in a situation where it is like, like seconds. Like you literally have yeah. seconds to make a decision right. under pressure. Right. And most people can't do that. Right. And they understand that the people on the other end don't like them. Right. You know what I mean? And their goal is really at the end of the day to go home. Right. They really just want to go home. And what? it's blinking on here too. I know. <laughs> So it's interesting stuff. It's very, very, very interesting stuff. Um, I can't wait um, to do. I think we're going to do arson and homicide um, next. Okay. So that's that's going to be a lot of. I we did narcotics the week before that, so they go over pretty interesting things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I'm sorry, that that kind of threw us off right now. The the yeah, blinking the of call. the phone. Somebody called me and messed up our connection. Hey. <laughs> that was my boy, Al. I know it's Friday night. He's back to his karaoke mode. I know. Well, I know. I think it's cis, no, um, Cycle Realm or something like that. It's going to be at the King Bar at some point during the oh, summer. Oh, concert? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm Peter. I know. Shout out to my boy, Sam, uh, from the King Bar. I mean, yeah. yeah. He always hooked me up with tickets and... Yeah, they do some dope stuff over there. A lot of people, I know they know the King Bar from back in the day, but Sam has put a lot of money into revamping that place. It's so much better. Um, if you haven't visited King Bar lately, go check it out. Um, last year concerts was pretty amazing. Um, I went to a few of them. I heard about them. I never yeah. have. No, you got to go. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Um, it's actually a nice place. Like I said, he put, I think he put like a half a million. I don't want to tell his business, but he put a half a yeah. million dollars into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, I'm gonna be very truthful Go ahead. with with my age. I I enjoy hanging out at home. I really do. I I do too. You know what I'm saying? No, you, you know it's I funny because like I, I do too. And I think that's why a lot of people like they've been asking me like. Like I've been running into a lot of people lately because it's you know again it's about to be summertime, so people are more out now. Right. The weather's been great. People are like, hey, where you been? It's like I still go out. Like me and Marcy do our yeah. thing on Fridays, but we're so low key because mm. we like we're older. Right. Yeah. So we we're very low key. And then we like, you know, on the weekends, we kind of chill at the house. We do go places, but it's yeah. like really low key. It's like not it's not like we were out there. You know, and, like yesterday we were at Descanso Garden. Right. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny that uh, we were talking about that. We're we really were sitting down and just enjoying the moment taking it in and even listening to the different birds Mm -hmm. and what can we see or, you know, just be present. And it was so peaceful and so nice. And I mean, some of the things that we saw, I felt like I was in, I was like in a resort. It didn't even feel like you're in Pasadena. The the Scano Gardens is really nice. Beautiful. I haven't been in a few years, but before COVID, but 
Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, you always see it on social media. It's definitely a place to go and to take pictures. My goodness. Oh yeah. Oh my God, gorgeous. Um, but that, yeah, those are kind of the things that I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, and I'm assuming all the flowers are blossoming. Oh all my. Rain. Oh my so God. The rose garden. You everything. smell them yeah. as soon as you walk in. Oh, I was just in love. Honestly, it's. I didn't expect us to go there. Um, that place is huge. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, we were there for about, what, four or five hours? Yeah, that's how long it takes to walk through that whole place. It's huge. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to try to go uh, this summer. Yeah, I think you should. I, I mean, I encourage everyone, get out. Get out of the house. I mean, I'm guilty. I, I know it. You know, I'll be the first one to admit it. It don't seem like that, though. I am now. Every, every time I look up, you want, you want to be here somewhere. You know what? We we like to move together. Right. That's the difference. You won't see us with large groups like we used to. We used to go out a lot with like groups and other people. Um, but for the most part, we're together. But see that's and that's that's my yeah. point I was just making. Like you're not you don't see me in big groups no more. Yeah. Like you like if you see me out, you're gonna see me with Marcy. Yeah. And we're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like we're not in the middle of all the chaos and you know dance big parties like if i do to go to a concert or to a party we're in the back chilling somewhere yeah and he's like my partner and whatever you know like you want to go to dodger game yeah like it's me and him (laughs) and we have a blast you know we talk about the dumbest things and we laugh about the dumbest things but i sometimes i feel like we we just understand each other but but it's not always good because then that makes us even more dependent of each other yes. because we don't know how to be around other people the way we are together. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm definitely going through that, um, you know, if it's not like the kids. And now that the kids are older, I feel like Melody is more of my go-to. You know, I tell her everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And vice versa. I think um, that's probably one of my biggest struggles. Yeah. I don't like being alone. Mm. I say it all the time. And even though I am alone a lot, mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I don't like it. Really? Yeah. I'm alone a lot. I think I think I have too much alone time. I mean, I'm alone while the kids and Brian are away. But that's not often. Yeah. You know, as soon as they get home, but, it's like... I need this. I need that. I need food. I need here. I need there. Right, you but know? see, and, and you live with them. Yeah. So that's that's one of the the conversations Marcy and I have all the time. Like, and she understands me just like I understand her. Like, right, like she she has a big family that she takes care of. So she has a house full of people. So uh, when she gets home, like sometimes she just like she before she goes in the house, she says sometimes she just sits in her car because mm. she just needs to take a breather because she's just coming from work. You know, she has a big staff she runs. Yeah. And then then to go home and you have a big household you have to run. She says sometimes she has to sit in that car for a minute. And be like, OK, let me take a breath. Yeah. Let me reset before I walk in here. And I, I get that. Yeah. Like, like, again, go to work in the morning. Big staff she runs. Then come home. And rent a big household. It's like she don't really get time for herself. Yeah. But for me, it's so opposite. Yeah. Because I am home. I live by myself. Yeah. So I'm there all the time, and I work for myself. So it's just me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw a post that said, um, "Me picking up my kids after my nine to five to clock in from my five to nine. Right, because <laughs> that's really how it works. Yeah, you it know? is like it's a lot, and so yeah. I get it. Um, and it, but you got to find a balance. Yeah, you, you know? do. Um, everything is a balance. You know, yeah, even talking is. about we were just talking about it a minute ago about how um, children have to be more committed to to a lot of things. Right. Well, it, it commitment is one of the biggest factors, but it's also you know other things that take place in that. Yeah. You know, like I tell people all the time, if you want to lose weight, you can't just eat right and yeah. thinking you're going to lose weight. Or you can't just go to the gym and think you're going to lose weight. Like, it's a balance. You have mm-hmm. to eat right and go to the gym yeah. and be focused and be committed. Yeah. Like, it's it's multiple things. It's like when you're cooking. You don't just put salt in it. Yeah. You don't just put pepper in it. It's it's a bunch of ingredients, right? With everything in life, it's, it's a balance with everything. Yeah. It's not just one thing. 
Yeah. I agree with that. So you just got to find a balance. Yeah. And we bump music when we cook. You bump music? Oh, yeah. We can't cook without any music. I don't think we can do anything without music in our house. Music is always being played. Right. All the time. Or a game on. Yeah. No, nothing. Oh, a sports game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, sports is, is everything in our home. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's me. I mean, I, if I'm cooking, I always have to have music on or, yeah. or the game is on. Yeah. Yeah. It can't just be quiet. That's kind of boring. I know. Question to you guys. Do you guys cook with, I'm like, do you guys, how do you cook? You know, what's your, what is it? What's your thing when you cook? Some people I got have a glass of wine. I used to do that. Oh, yeah. I used to have a glass of wine when I cooked. Mm, that's a good I haven't one. done that in a while. I got to do that. Yeah. I'm clearly not a wine person yes, because <laughs> I had what, a great bottle in my fridge for weeks. Have you ever poured wine in your food as you're cooking? No. You know people do that. No, for the homies? No, I don't No, not for any. the homies. <laughs> 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 no, I don't drop any wine for the homies. But you know, you know they do no, that. But I get, yeah. Some, no. like real chefs do that. I'm not a big drinker. I don't really have alcohol in our home like that. We really don't. You know, and if it's there, it sits there. I wish when you had a Dodger game, you don't have beer? Oh, yeah. For a Dodger game, I actually have like a beer or two. Or I'm, two. Yeah, but I'm not like one that's like, yeah, I'm in a you know, pound and drink. I used to be. I used to drink a lot, um, you know, my early 20s. Hey, have you ever pounded a beer before? Yeah. I used to do, um, I used to do, what are they, the the, um, <coughs> the funnel cake with the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are they called? I don't know what they call. I've never done it before, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I used to do those all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What Last are they called? Week, beer bongs. Beer bongs, yeah. Yeah. Last Friday, me and Marcy was in my backyard and we was kind of chilling. And um, we were drinking we were drinking beer. And um, I think I was slow. She was <laughs> like, was will you pound that so we can go get another one? And I'm like, I've never pounded a beer before. <laughs> she said, are you? That's yeah. because I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I never was a big beer drinker until yeah. I met her. Um, I was always a wine drinker or yeah. um, my uh, martinis. Um, so... I never pound none of that. Well, we were party people. So it's like you got to hurry up and pound and right. go in. You know, it's like we're going to hurry up and drink, you know, in the yeah, lot. I don't, I don't and then do, I don't do pound. She was trying to peer pressure me to do it. I was like, I'm not yeah. about to do this. <laughs> I mean, we were young drinkers. I should say that. We All were right. young drinkers that probably weren't allowed to drink. And I'm not pounding no beers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't like to pound. I'm not about to pound no beers because... If, if I start pounding yeah. deer, something's it's just happen. not his it's, thing. It's not my it thing. just it's not hey, his I thing. Know, yeah. I know my lane. <laughs> yeah, no, those are the good days, but you know, when we uh, we're always in Hollywood. But yeah, plus, I'm too old to pound now. I know everything. Everything hurts. The next morning, it's like my back hurts, my neck hurts, and I, all I did was sit down and have a glass. Have no, you, just have, no. Have you ever? <laughs> I think two weeks ago. Uh, we went out Friday. Saturday morning, I woke up with a massive headache. Um, I felt like I felt nauseated. I felt like I had a hangover, right? And we could not figure out why. Because I only had like three beers. I ate that night. So it wasn't that I didn't yeah. eat. And that was it. You know what it is? We getting old as shit. No, I... <laughs> No, seriously, we laid in bed the whole Saturday. And Marcy, you, Marcy yeah. kept saying, like, what is wrong with you? She's like, you did not drink that much. And I was like, I know. I don't know why I feel this way. I said, did you roofie me? <laughs> <laughs> I said, because so I ate, like, I, I didn't leave my beer alone. I said, you were the only one next to my beer. I was like, what did you do to me? <laughs> Literally, I, I felt better at 7 o'clock that night. Saturday That's night. Crazy. Yeah, we're we're up there. Like she had to give me medicine. Like we I was tough. Yeah, I don't know why though. Because we're up there, we have to come to that real. Three bears, really? Like I do that every weekend. You you eat. <laughs> you ain't cutting it like you used to. That's it. That. It's that. the truth. Yeah. But it's a hard reality, you know. Like honestly, 
we have to come to grips where you know we're we're kind of getting up there. We are, um, and I, and I'm, I'm I'm very. I think I kind of changed my diet too. Mm. Oh, okay. Because it's about to be summertime, so I'm trying to get my. He's trying to get a bathing my, suit ready. My bathing, my beach beach bod, <laughs> beach bod ready. <laughs> he uh, said beach bod. Beach You're not bod. gonna have a dad bod. You're gonna have a beach bod. <laughs> my kid. He kids said real quick, no beach bod. <laughs> my kids are older, so yeah. Um, I gotta get ready. I gotta get ready because I know I'm about to go to the beach, and you gotta take the shirt off and. I get it ready. I've been, you know, exercising more. You ain't the, you're not the ones that go out there with a full gear, socks in the pool. Oh no! <laughs> matter of fact, oh that's hilarious. We was matter of <laughs> fact, we was at Santa Monica Beach. Uh, oh yes, Sunday. Uh, yeah. And um, so this this these group of kids came. I guess they can just came from a uh, uh, Quinceanera, Quinceanera. Oh yeah. And uh, everybody got in the water, right? And we was just sitting there, and there's one guy teenage guy had on socks and watch this like i can't believe the dude got on socks he don't want nobody to high top socks too <laughs> high tops high top socks <laughs> no, wait, high top. not even not even even his friends like because they had just got there and even his friends like hey man you want to take off your socks and he's like no and he went out there in the water with socks on <laughs> you know but that i think it's like t-shirt too t-shirt too like yeah, t-shirt shorts. lack of confidence get out like, there wow. and just you know some kids are just mean, you yeah. know. Some kids but are no, just mean. I, I, I take off everything. I'm mine. Yeah. No, speaking of quinceañeras, my son was in his first one. Oh, and right. we, over the weekend, okay. past weekend. And it was actually really nice. I've never seen my son dance. Really? Yeah, it was a trip. Because he's usually pretty mellow. Mm. Um, want Tired, I want to go home kind of deal. Right. And this time, shit, we had to come back for him. He was like, oh, I'm not done. And I was like, you're not? And uh, I don't know, but I think <laughs> I think he did have a drink or two or something because he, he, <laughs> he was real chipper, you oh, know? Wow. That's hilarious. So he had a really, really good time. But it was, I told my, my husband, you know what? I'm glad that he's not shy and he's not willing to try something new, mm-hmm. um, especially at these days. Um, one of the other gentlemen was actually dancing with two girls. I was like, okay, go ahead now with your best self. So it was the funniest thing when we came back. Um, you know, I thought my husband, I mean, my son would have been like at his friend's house playing games or something, but, um, his friend's dad was like, oh, do you see your son? Like he's out. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe my eyes, but that's not, he had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Quinceañeras are a lot of fun. Um, You know, I was talking to to my mom about it. I go, you know, it kind of sucks that a lot of uh, kids or girls or parents um, really don't want to celebrate it. But it's also a part of our culture. You know, like I feel that our generation is kind of stepping away from our culture, our Hispanic heritage or, you know, um, things like that. What the kids are? I think the kids and some of our, like, our generation, okay, you know, they're like, oh, I didn't have one, so you shouldn't have one. Um, but mm. it's not that. I think it's a symbol of that. You know, oh, it's d- from a girl mm. to a young lady. Right. Um, they're taking know, a tradition out of it. They're taking the traditions out because of it. Because they didn't have it, so. Yeah. But is it is it because, but do you think it's more of a financial thing? You know, those things, those things are expensive. They can be very expensive. The one we went to was really nice. It was at a home. Um, you know, there wasn't like all crazy, you know, to it. It was really nice and simple. I, I clearly I wasn't a part of the finance budget, but it didn't seem that there was a Some crazy of these budget. Quinceañeras. Quinceañeras are more than a wedding. I think it depends. Um, no, you the, know, one I, I, the one my son was a part of last summer yeah. was at a ranch oh, where yeah. they had the horses, yeah. the big stage, the band, everything. Like, yeah. like whoa. And they had been saving for years for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would probably be us. <laughs> you know what I mean? When my daughter's time comes. But that will probably be us. But another thing that's part of our culture, you know, it's, you got to have padrinos, you know, you got to have someone to sponsor that or to be a part of this. Um, You know, even Filipinos, they do it for the 18th, the debut, 
you know, I think different um, cultures go through different yeah. things like that. But whatever it may be, um, Jewish have the bar mitzvahs. Mm. You know, it's it's a lot of culture that comes to this. But not only that, gives the kids confidence. Right. Um, you know, confident builders. So it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, even my husband and I were saying, like, dang, it's been a while since we've been to, like, you know, a nice party like this. But mm. it was really nice That's to good. see the people dancing and, you know, having a good old time. So it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I can't wait. For my daughters, it's in how two years. Is, how is Melody? She's going to be 13, actually, in two weeks. <coughs> and uh, so she has what? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're already planning it out. She wants to have, like, two dresses. Um, you know, she want a wardrobe change? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Melody's a diva. My son calls her Mellow Diva. Mellow Diva. Mellow Diva. Oh, yeah. Yes. She wants to have, like, an old gangster kind. I mean, you know, our, of course, our last Adult, name yeah. is Gotti. Um, like a like a twenties thing. Yeah, you know, she's like, I yeah, that. I want to, you know, all that real nice class, real mm. suit. Ooh, yeah, oh, old, old classic cars. So I told I told my husband we're gonna have barrels of whiskey. You know, <laughs> that'll be fun, That's right? Funny. That's funny. <laughs> really go back in in time with this. Right, right. So it should be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. I can't yeah. wait for it. I know, yeah. I know I'm gonna be there. Oh yeah, that's that's hands down. It's we don't know where um, the location will be, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. I just think it's it's good that people celebrate. May it not be that big, mm-hmm. um, or may it be as as intimate as you like, but I think coming together, it's healthy for families to spend time, um, celebrate, dance. You know, it's a jolt of joy. It, it pulls you out of a languishing state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it gives people something to laugh about, smile about, talk about, um, you know, so it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy parties. I really enjoy celebrations. Um, you know, just like, for example, Pretty Little Puppy, they had their one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration. Right. You know what? I think, you know, even just talking about that, I think I have to, um, get back into my, uh, positive emotions, my mm. jolt of joys. Mm. I think this week was kind of long and rough because I'm doing a lot. Yeah. Like I'm taking the cap class, you know, I'm still taking my real estate class, you know, doing the show, I'm doing, you know, work on top of that. Yeah. I'm juggling a lot. And I think um, I haven't had any jolt of joys this week. Come yeah. to think about it, everything's just been constantly like go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's important. You know, I I definitely encourage people to call someone up and 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 set up a date, hook up, um, you know, rekindle your relationship, friendships, start spark a conversation, um, you know, make new memories, mm-hmm. you know, have something to look forward to, you know, like um build on that um it doesn't have to even be set in stone just getting the excitement or having something to look forward to i think it's it's very important right you know well i mean i have i have things um excuse me i have things that i look forward to every weekend um i think my weekends are i think over the last couple of months um i've established my weekends are my i want to call it reset days yeah where i disconnect and I just kind of reset and get ready for the week. Yeah. I mean, like yesterday, I was away. I'll be completely honest with you. My phone might have been on me. Might have not been on me. <laughs> I wasn't really, um, you know, too depending on it. Mm-hmm. And it felt good. Right. You know, it, it really it really felt good to just disconnect. So, um, I, you know, there's a lot of people walking around at these gardens. And um, I overheard this one couple saying... You know, even people in the Holocaust would find something, you know, like just nice to embrace the beauty of it. Kind of like what we were doing at at the in the garden, just to keep them sane, Mm -hmm. you know, just to to have a jolt of joy, to ignite that spark of hope. Um, You know, and I I I I don't think a lot of us tend to do that. I'm guilty of it as well. You know, there's times that I just don't really want to, Mm. um, you know, and. But then I recognize I'm probably in a little languishing state. I need to, you know, have a little jolt of joy right. to pull out of that. 
Some people just don't know. I mean, some people just honestly just don't know how to pull out of it. Yeah. Even though we know um, it's going to pass. and But in the moment, yeah, it, it's such a chaos in your brain and in your mm-hmm. mind that you just don't. Some people don't know how to. Yeah. Because uh, it's hard. Yeah. Especially when you're when you're so overwhelmed or your your mind is so clouded with things, you know, you don't know how to stop it. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I always say the devil is a liar. Um, we're programmed for negativity. Mm-hmm. We're always gonna really um we'll even do it ourselves. We'll co sign ourselves like that's right. You didn't do shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when I clearly I see it, well, you're going to co-sign it and be like, yeah, that's right. You really didn't, you know, like you ain't shit. And it's so easy to even beat yourself up. It, so. it is. I, I, I had one of those days this, this past week and yeah. um, I literally, and, and I do this and it's, it doesn't happen often. When I have days like that, I literally go home and go to sleep. Mm. Like if it's nothing I can do, I, I try all my jolts of joys and yeah. my positive emotions stuff. Um, I, I try to do things, but if it's not happening, I go home and I go to sleep. You know, and I went to sleep early. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. I yeah. just went to sleep. Yeah, and sometimes that's okay. Remember, the it rest is. could be a deep rest. But you, you know, the, right? A but deep the, rest. The, the downfall for me is when I go to sleep early like that. I, then I was up at three in the morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Shit, what's and up?" I couldn't, couldn't go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so I was up Wednesday the okay. whole day like that, like, and it's okay. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Going yeah. to sleep, yeah, because I went to sleep like at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. That's super early for me. Damn, that's about the time I'm like, uh, I don't go to sleep till like midnight, one o'clock. Oh no, so that was super early for me, and mm-hmm. that's why, hence, I was up at three. So yeah, my body was like, okay. <laughs> oh, no. See, I can't do that. Oh, I my respect God. my sleep. I like my sleep. Um, well, shit, I was doing things, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a quick nap before I come up to the bar. I need to gather myself. I respect that, you know, and mm-hmm. I actually felt great. I think that's why I came in here. I was like, hey, what's going on? This and that. I feel more engaged, more alert. Right. Well, no, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I did, too. Um, oh, yeah. When I got home yesterday... My daughter was like, you want to go apart? I said, girl, I've been walking all day. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Hell nah. That was a strong no. But big up to my husband. He's amazing. He's like, I'll take you. I was like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> had enough walking. I've had enough walking. So, All right. So uh, you want to close this up? Yeah. So today's a crush goal is, and it comes from Heather... Have risky something like that. The question of your worthiness is not on the table at all. You know what you want. Embrace that and stand up for for it without huffing and spraying paint. Let me go back. Embrace that and stand up for it without huffing and spray paint that everyone else is huffing. That does not make sense. The question of your worthiness is not on the table at all. What you know what mean? you want. Embrace that and stand up for it without huffing and spray paint that everyone else is huffing. I know it's, huffing it's, and puffing. Well, it's huffing like... <sighs> I guess. Like when people do that? Yeah, I is guess. Is that what so. huffing means? Mm-hmm. So stand up, y'all, without huffing. Some some new generational person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crush your goals. So Crush wait, your goals so without wait, what's, huffing. Wait, what's your takeaway from that? So my takeaway is, I like the beginning though. Uh-huh. The question of your worthiness is not on the table at all. And the that is, yeah, and I think that's so true because I think we all deal with worthiness at some point in time, you know? Oh, if like, um, we're, we question our own worthiness? Yeah, it's definitely not on the table. It's it's up to you. And I'm so guilty of it. You know, sometimes I question myself, what is it that I'm doing? Um, am I doing enough? Uh, am I not doing enough? Um, you know, so I do struggle with that, but... In reality, it's I'm doing more than enough because that's all I can do. You know yeah. what? Um, who was I talking to? I was just talking to somebody about that. Um, I talked to a lot of people, you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm always referencing somebody I was talking to. 
then I forget who I was talking to. But I was talking to somebody about that. Um, I think last week was a, another rough week for me. I've been having these rough weeks. But I question myself. And I think I do that because, um, so this podcast, everybody knows is new. Like, so last, last week was my year anniversary. And I had said, I'm going to give it a year commitment, right? So I, I, I committed myself and I said, I'm going to give it a year. Then I reevaluate it. I think um, after the pandemic, when I kind of retired from TV, um, I jumped into this, into my own brand. And, oh, I was talking on the uh, class about it. But anyways, I, I created my own brand and I've been doing this and it's, it's ever since you came along, it's kind of like just been all me. Right. So I mean, but nothing's, nothing seems to, in my mind, nothing seems to be working the way I wanted it to. And I know like somebody was telling me the other day, no, I was talking to you, they was like, Oh no, but you know, your show is good. You know, I'm a fan, you know, I, I like it. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I wanted it to be so much further along. Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> you know how they say if your dreams have to be, if your dreams not, doesn't scare you, they're not big enough. Right. Well, my dreams scare me because they are huge. So right. my goals are huge. Right. And I'm not doing nothing different than when I was in TV. Yeah. So I question myself because I'm like, okay, for 35 years in TV, this worked. Right. Why isn't it working now? Right. Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know, um, and, and somebody told me, they was like, well, when you was in TV, you had a big team. True. So right. I wasn't doing everything myself. It's so now, true. Now that I'm doing things myself, it is different. Yeah. And, and I, and I got to recognize that and remember that it's only been a year. I do got to give myself grace. But in the moment uh, last week, I, I wasn't giving myself grace. And yeah. I was just like down on myself because I was like, wow, I should have been further along. But it's only been a year. Not even marriages or relationships, you right. know, are going to be successful the first year. In fact, so much happen, so much happens within the first year. Well, yeah, but you know, it goes back to how we say we don't give ourselves, we don't follow our own advice, right? Yeah, we like don't. I get if I'm talking to a business person, I'm like, it takes three to five years to build a business. <laughs> He's <laughs> look over at, here, like, look at me complaining after the months. first year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Like we don't we don't follow our own advice, and and I'm first to admit that I can sit here and give great advice to people, yeah. which I have. And but for some reason, and I've always known this. My executive, when I was in film, he used to tell me that he was like, Mike, why you don't follow your own advice? He used to tell me like he was like, man, I sit in my office and I listen to you teach these um uh, uh what do you call it? interns i used to have interns and he was like man i can hear you tell these interns do this do that do that and then I, I see you go to your work and it's like you don't follow your own advice i was like i know that's my biggest problem yeah i do not follow my own advice yeah it's so true i don't know why yeah oh monique says we are constantly waiting to speed the process instead of allowing the process it's so true yeah that is true yeah and i know i have a i struggle with that because i'm constantly wanting to things to be where I know they can get to. Yeah. Like I want it there already. Yeah. Right. But I forget about the process in, in, in between. Yeah. Patience. Patience is. Well, that's the thing. I do have patience. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that. Oh, like, I think it's control as well though. Mm -hmm. Yes. We might have patience, but losing control. I think we like to have control of things, mm -hmm. you know, and when it's out of our control, our patience is then, really put to the test are you really patient can you mm. genuinely say you're patient when you're only patient when you are in control but when you're not in control then i have no patience then you have no patience yeah. right <laughs> that okay. is true that you know what again see i never looked yeah. at it from that perspective it's the control part right because i've i've said this a lot i am a control freak or i i should rephrase I should say I don't like to drink because I am a control freak because when I drink I lose control or I don't have full control of my choices my body um mm. whatever it is that I'm gonna do that's why I don't like to do it because when you drink you tend to lose control right. or you lose you know like um of whatever it is that you want to do that's why you end up in certain situations or driving you say things you know, they always say beer balls kind of deal. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like to do it. You know, I rather know what it is that I'm getting myself into, who I'm around, what I'm going to say kind of deal. 
So I think that's the reason why I don't like to drink. Because I used to say a lot of... <laughs> You're a wild drinker. Yeah. I'm a happy drinker. You're not a happy drunk. <laughs> that statement did not... Uh... I am. I'm too happy. I used to get in trouble because I used to make friends everywhere. Oh. I would come out of the restroom and be, tell my husband, look, I met so-and-so. Look at our new <laughs> best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone's like completely drunk. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. But no, so but you know what, 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 what you said just made sense. And now I have a better perspective. Of, you're right. Yeah. When I'm not in control, I don't have patience. But right. when I'm in control, I do have patience. Um, wow. Yeah. And that's that's something that we all, I think, kind of struggle with. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, let's be patient. Let's try to, um, you know, allow things to be. Right. So I'll leave you with that. No, yeah, you just did. Wow. Yeah. See what I mean? Then is it, are you really patient? Right. Am I really patient? You know what I mean? I think, right. I, and I, I I will admit, I think I'm patient with certain things, but with other things I'm not. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, because you're not in control of it. Because I want, right. But because I want, because I know, I guess because I know how things can be and where they should be. Yeah. Um, and I just want them there faster. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I know. It's going to come when it comes. It's going to come when it comes. Yeah. Who said that? Me. No. I can't read on my class. Oh, just allowing is the key word. Allowing yes. is the key yeah. word. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Momo. That's that's actually one of allowing. my my childhood friends. What up, Momo? Allowing um, things to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. See, see, that's it right there. Allowing, Allowing things it. to be. Mm-hmm. Certain things I get that with. Other things I'm like, well, no, because I know where it should be. Yeah, but you can't control that. I need it to be there right now. No, my friend, <laughs> you can't control that. I know. Yeah, you that's really, you really, on genuinely can. Even in relationships, if a person's gonna walk, they're gonna walk. Doesn't matter what you possibly do. There's nothing you could possibly do. And, it's and just see, gonna, it's gonna right, be what it's gonna be. Right, but see, I understand that, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I say this a lot. I, my my whole thing is, I always say, um, accept life for what it is, not what you want it to be. Accept people for who they are, not what you want it to be. Right. So in those situations, like I get it, yeah. right? But it's just certain situations where it's like, I just need this situation to be here because I know that's where it belongs mm-hmm. and I know it's gonna get there. Right, but then that's when you create frustration. Right. So then you really can't complain about frustration because you're creating it. I'm creating it. My friend. See. I'm telling that's, you. That's why you're here. Wise words from Mrs. Gotti. <laughs> do it the Gotti way. Doing that's it why the her Gotti thing way. is doing it the Gotti way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how else to do it, just my way. No, that's right. You know, there is no right or wrong. All right, so. All right. All right, y'all. Well, this was fun. This was a trial, guys. Um, not it won't always be live but due to circumstances we might um switch to that format uh, soon we just gotta uh, work out the kinks and the bugs um yeah I, I want to i actually want to do more lives and eventually get this show on live yeah i actually do um well, let's especially see what, with our guests yeah let's see what people say it'll be fun yeah all right well, all right it's been it's so been fun we out of here um uh, thanks for tuning in everybody that tuned in and um mm-hmm. Be well. Be well, y'all. Now I got. Now I get to go play. What, what is it from my two to midnight? <laughs> my mom. I have to go to my mommy duties. To go oh, pick up kids. Stupid. Carpool. <laughs> you know, feed. Oh, you about to go carpool? All right. <laughs> so, all, all right. right, y'all. Be well. We out. Be well.